0: Welcome to Shenanigans. This is Aisha. Hello, hello, it's Bria. Hi, it's Brittany. Hey, y'all, it's Jenny. Hey, hey, it's Tyra and we are a dose of melanin empowerment that is a reminder of how bomb you are and how dope you can be featuring edutainment about beauty life and health mixed with a true depiction of how strong she can be welcome to the podcast So if you aren't familiar with us already, we are from The Strength of She, which is a women's empowerment blog and company. Uh, We focus on empowering women of color with everything from beauty, health, and just general life uh, to basically be able to relate and learn from each other too. So this new podcast is a project for us to basically be an extension of that and hopefully be a weekly empowerment for you too. So we are going to dive right in uh, with Tyra first. Hey, everybody. So, this
1: segment is called He Said, She Said, and this will be all about our listeners. We will use this time to highlight some of our favorite comments on the podcast. It could be some of our favorite tweets, some of our favorite posts. We're going to welcome all questions, comments, and concerns. Or if you want us to elaborate on a specific topic, we can definitely discuss that. We just want to hear from you. So... You can reach us at our email, which is hello at thestrengthofshe dot com, our Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at strengthofshe, Facebook. You can get on our page the strength the strength of she LLC, um, or you can also reach us on our personal social handles. So you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat at banks like Tyra, and make sure you use our hashtag at she So I can see it, and maybe you will be featured on the
0: next episode. Cool, thanks, Tyra. Okay, so now Bria has some fun stuff for us.
2: Okay, ladies, so every week, I'm gonna be bringing you the pregame, which is gonna be some fun activities, or um, anything that I think of doing this week. So today's pregame is going to be called She's Tea. I want our listeners to get a little deep dive into your personalities and who you are. So this one was supposed to be roll the dice, but you know, I kind of forgot the to dice today. <laughs> so you're going to just be picking a number between one through 20 and whatever thing correlates with that number is the question I'm going to ask you. And you have to answer it candidly and openly because we don't like fake people. So I want everyone <laughs> to get to know you. I kept them PG this time, oh, but good. you know, next time it might be a little bit more like black card or Folk, you know, a little bit more, you know, scandalous, but you know, you can answer these questions. So, who wants to go
1: first? Why everybody at me? I looked me? at Tyra. I'm for sure. Then I for sure yes, I first looked yes, at, at Tyra. At me. So we will get rolling with the best number in the world. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> which is oh, two. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go
2: with number two. So number two is what is your biggest fear?
1: <sighs> okay, y'all. This is so funny. My biggest fear is having a baby by somebody that I have not introduced to my family. <laughs> that is literally my biggest oh fear. My I am God. nervous. I don't bring people home to meet my oh family, so and I just feel like that is what's gonna happen. Oh so.
2: my goodness! <laughs> that's Honest, see, that's what we like. Yeah. That's what we my, like.
1: Oh my biggest fear. My goodness. I should have never picked that number. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: I'm gonna make
2: Brittany go next because I looked at you.
3: <laughs>
2: you can't okay. pick number two. Okay. Let's just pick the number eight. That's my son's name. Ah. Eight. In a tier, ten years, where will you be?
4: <laughs> 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 okay, ten years. I will be 36. So, <laughs> hmm, hopefully I will have my Big second kid. kid.
3: <laughs> second. I'll be done with kids
4: by 30 y'all that's the plan that is the plan but um hopefully I will definitely be in my career, which still don't know what that's going to be yet but I know that where I'm at right now is not where I want to be in ten years so I can say that I'm working toward that right now so definitely new career um, you know bigger family and Pretty much it, and hopefully more finances. That's I love it. Yeah, yes. that's what we're yes. that's we're aiming yes. for. Yes. Yeah. Throw the coins,
2: yeah. Yes. Aisha, one through twenty. <laughs> she wasn't ready. No two me. or eight. I <laughs> Was not ready. Okay, uh,
0: number five,
2: of course. Okay. What song describes you? Oh,
0: that's a good that's one that's a good one. I would think. Well, the only song I can think of right now is "Bad and Boozy." <laughs> That is perfect. You okay. know. That is perfect. <laughs> Explain. Well, you, I mean, I like to think I'm bad because, <laughs> because I'm a boss. And bosses have to be yeah, bad. Yeah, um, but, you know, I'm not very bougie. I, at least I don't feel like it. They, You know, y'all might think differently. I don't feel like I'm bougie. But I can be pretty confident, though. Okay. Nice That's
2: cute. a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Jenny.
0: Yes. Uh huh. Number one through twenty. So
5: of course I have to go with number ten. Uh, y'all are killer. You know. You know.
2: <laughs> so who would you kill to have as your sister friend?
5: Who would I kill?
2: Like you just really yeah. want her to be your Uh-oh. sister, friend, not really kill.
5: <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry, um, no, it's a okay. worded it a little weird. Um, let me think. I would probably say. Erica Badu. Oh, Ooh, yes. nice. One. I don't know. She just—I don't know what yes. it is. She just gives me energy, and her yeah, music yeah, is does. just on point. Okay. So it's just like just her, her her yes. whole everything. Her, everyth- everything. <laughs> her everyth- everything. Yeah, everything. 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 Yeah. everything. Everything. Yes.
2: So we've gone through a couple, but I want to go through a couple more. Okay. So oh, back to God. Tyra. <laughs>
1: Give me number seven. Okay.
2: What is the first thing you would buy if you won a million dollars? And don't say save, because you know. You
1: you know I was not gonna say that. Um, I would buy a plane ticket. I would probably go tour Europe for a little while, okay. disappear. I wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of my style. I love it. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, I'd be crazy. Can you buy mine too? Yeah, girl. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> she retreats oh, right. to Europe. Yes.
2: Yes. yes, you got some spare cash. So you I know. Think you can handle
4: it. Yep. <laughs> Brittany. Oh, I was thinking, I forgot. You were. Oh,
2: number three is what is the item that you buy most
4: food (laughs) (laughs) I mean seriously that's. (laughs) I'd have to be honest there yeah um yeah food I love to eat I mean (laughs) and um I can't say that I eat the best things but um yeah I, I love to eat we love to go out to eat which is probably horrible such but, a good hobby. Right, I mean, it's right. I mean, you it can't it go with really. it. It makes you so happy. It, it, it does. does. You know, I mean, you know, eating a couple of meals during the week, cooking, that's cool. But, you know, it always feels good just to go out. But, yes, yeah, so I would definitely say food. I love it. Yeah. Aisha.
0: Number
2: nine. Number nine. Who is your she-spiration?
0: Oh. Um, she-spiration. Right now? I would say Shonda. Mm. She is just really about her business right now and she just has all of TGIT on lock. Um, You know, she put her book out, which is one of my goals for this year. And you know, I just really, really love her and her creativity and how she just really spent that year last year, which is the premise around her book, Year of Yes, um, to finally do some things that she never did. Um, And that's always my goal, is to kind of step out of the box. Right.
2: And you're really popping when you can have three, four, five shows. Hello, that are all good. Okay. hello. At the you same just get a time, holiday. at the same time, you got a whole day. A whole day. <laughs> oh yes. Who is next,
1: Jenny? Jenny.
5: Yes. Um, I would like number
1: seventeen, please.
5: Okay. <laughs> number seventeen, please. What do you know. think this is? A dealer number. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: How long does it take for you to get ready? Oh,
5: okay. So I don't have any kids, but I have a dog, and it's almost like having a kid. So I would say, just myself, it would probably take maybe 45 minutes to an hour, and then I have to, you know, bad. treat my dog. So I'm probably, in order for me to leave the house, it probably would take me an hour and a half. Okay.
0: So yeah. Sounds about, about right. average. <laughs> I can
2: see that. <laughs> okay, last round, because we have some more fun questions oh, that I want <laughs> to yeah. get answered. Who was first?
1: Tyra? Yeah. yeah. Pick a number for me. We'll
2: go with... I can't do it. <laughs> You're about to be... <laughs>
1: Just say it.
3: What is your
2: relationship status? Oh, <laughs> no! I love
1: it! Wait, what number was that? i the one right under with Jenny. Dang, I should have. I should have went with 20. <laughs> Y'all, my relationship status is ambiguous because <laughs> yes, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, I will say that I have been connected to somebody for a really long time. Come and, on, you know... <laughs> Every time I'm ready to have that conversation, God is like, "No, <laughs> it's not time." So I'm just gonna roll with that. Um, I'm doing something different this time than what I've done in the past. I'm yes. not really focused title heavy because mm-hmm. I've been connect. Like I will get a title with somebody really quickly, and it will fall apart. Right. So you know, I'm trying to just focus on like that connection, that vibe, mm-hmm. get that friendship, yeah. you know, foundation, and yeah, that's kind
2: of where I'm at. I love it. So that might have been more of a PG-13 one. I'm sorry. I had to throw it
1: in there. It's all right. I kept it cute. I could say a lot of things. You did. But.
4: Brittany. Uh, Let's do 16.
2: 16. Who is your celebrity lookalike? Angela Simmons. Oh, for sure. sure?
4: Everybody swears up in town that I look just like Angela I can see it. And I don't... It used to bother me. I don't know why, but I got it a lot in college and I didn't even really know who she was. So I didn't watch the Run's House little yeah. episode or mm-hmm. show that was on. So I had to look her up and I was like, I don't look like her. But yeah, I mean, I get it literally all the time. I haven't heard it as much here lately, maybe cause I i don't know, I ain't gonna go there. But <laughs> but no, when I was like in college and, maybe, and even just like a couple of years ago, I used to hear it heavily, right. but people still think I look I is was is. Angela
1: Simmons, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that your husband's, like, crush? Oh. It used to be. Okay. Oh. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm.
4: She kind of. Explains a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, kind of started, you know, she was like, because I guess when the song came out, I forget who it was. Some rappers talked about yeah. Oh, oh, know, um, oh, um, it. Yes, it. So yeah. Oh, oh, um, Yo Yes, Yogati. So everybody was on her after yeah. they were like, didn't nobody care for her? <laughs> and, you know, I was, I was talking about her, but now everybody loves her. So he was like, I don't like her. So he's oh. he's so but yes, it
2: was his crush at one point. Yes, I love it. Uh, see, I'm getting all the tea from you <laughs> and yeah, I love it, Aisha. Your turn to spill.
0: How many are there, Bria? There was twenty. The it <laughs> was twenty, so you each
2: could do four. Okay, but we're going to cut nine it all. off after this round.
0: Like, okay. Uh, has someone said thirteen yet? No. Let's go with that. What is the craziest thing you have ever done? Oh, mm. you get the best ones. Oh yeah. That is a horrible question. <laughs> um mm. Y'all, I really don't know. Do you not you have know, to answer. Or you don't want to say, right? You have. To I answer. mean, all of the things I can think of are all related, and my parents would kill me. <laughs> uh, so let's just say, so keep it PG. You know, yeah. There's there's some things I'm, you know, not not that proud of, but yeah. I've, I've I've graduated from them, okay. and and okay. I'm married and locked down now, so it's all good. <laughs>
2: Okay, oh, well, what's that? Jenny, we're going to wrap it up with you, girl. Okay,
5: uh, 19.
2: 19. What is your zodiac sign, and do you think it fits your personality?
5: Mm.
3: Exactly.
5: I, I mean, am a way. Virgo, and I would say it does. Um, it's kind of crazy. I actually bought this... Um, Like horoscope book at the beginning of this year, and it's like everything that I've read, it's like come through. Yes, this is me. (laughs) This is me. So I would say yes, I fit perfectly into Virgo. Cool. Well, the
2: pregame section is over for today, ladies. So I think we should move into the hot topic.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Let's move into the hot topics for today. So the hot topic today is me, myself, and I. Is there a such thing as too independent? Mm -hmm. Um, So especially as all being black women, um, this is something we can definitely relate to. And it's actually been coined as the strong black woman syndrome. So this whole idea of, oh, I don't need a man to do anything. I don't need, you know, anyone to buy anything for me. I can make my own money. I don't have to ask for help. Um, so those are just a few different things that kind of perpetuate that whole idea. Um, but there are many ways that this can kind of be beneficial for us, right? So we all can be known as being go-getters. Uh, we aren't dependent on a man, which can be a benefit uh, at times. Uh, we're pretty secure and then we also jump on opportunities when we see them for ourselves. So what are some different ways that you see these this as a benefit?
4: You mean like a benefit of being too independent?
0: Yeah, uh, uh, just a benefit of being independent or strong, I would say. I would say for me, um,
5: I've always been the independent type. I've always been the independent type um, and I've kind of seen it go both ways, good and bad, but I think the benefit of it is being able to set an example for other people. Um, And knowing that you know, despite anything that you've gone through, that you can still be independent too. Uh, The downfall of that, a lot of people say that you know I'm too independent or I can be bullheaded sometimes. And I'm like, really? I mean, I'm I'm really not. I just I just I've always been the one that I'll let others do for me. But it's like, well, I want to get out there and do it myself first before I ask for help. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've just always been that type.
1: I think that it really helps like being self-sufficient it helps being strong that way that like when you do connect with somebody you are able to bring that to the table you can bring like that perseverance aspect to the table um you already have like yourself together quote unquote so it wouldn't be a problem to help somebody else because you don't want to get with somebody if you don't Really have right. get together, so together for there. the most part. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I agree, and I'm always just like, well, I know what I bring to the table, so I'm almost mm. like too independent. Like I'd be grilling y'all, I can put my gas. <laughs> I'm on the third floor carrying groceries, so I'm like, yes. But then, like when I go on a date or something, I'm like opening my own door real mm-hmm. quick, and they're like, wait, see this is why you don't have a man yeah. because you're doing you're doing too much, and I'm like, oh, you had to just call me out, okay, <laughs> it's fine, okay. So it's kind of like I have to find the happy medium. Like mm-hmm. I think it's really good to be strong and independent, but. Where Where is it too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah I pretty much <clears throat> feel the same way as far as, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that with being independent, um, I feel like a lot of women, just from what I see from, you know, like social media and things like that, they feel like they don't need a man for this and that, and that, you know, they can do for themselves, which to an extent I think is a good thing, but it's like... I don't know, since I am married, I do feel like you should be submissive to a certain extent to where you should let your husband or you know, whatever you know, partner you have to you know, do for you and you know, kind of take over to a certain extent. So just being independent overall, um, I feel like, at least for myself, is weird because I've, I lived with my parents through college, so I was being supported through, uh, from them when I, was in, when I was in college, so I was living with them. Then, like, I didn't even I had never lived on my own. So, as soon as I was at, as soon as me and Sharif started, which is my husband, as soon as we started getting we started dating, I moved in with him and we got a place together. So, I never really had that kind of time to myself. But at the same time, I didn't feel like there was a need to, because um, I I mean, I felt like you know, with me going to college, I did explore um, on my own into that to that aspect of things. But I guess it really just depends. But um, yeah, I mean, I do feel like there is, there are women out there that are too independent, quote unquote, but I mean, is there, I mean, is there really a such thing as that though? Being too independent? I think that there there can
0: be, there can be when it's not acknowledged. Mm, Like if you're like trying to be super independent all the time, but you really want some type of dependency and you know especially when it comes to men I feel like we end up putting it into something else Mm -hmm. uh so whether it's like oh well, I don't need a man to do to buy me anything so I shop a lot um like you're you're basically trying to fill a void Mm -hmm. because you don't you don't have you don't have that, and you're not acknowledging that that may be an issue for you. So I think that sometimes being super independent or like being superwoman in, in an instance yeah. can really just be a cover up for something else sometimes.
4: Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no,
0: yeah. So what are some what are some things that we could do to try to find some type of balance with that?
1: Well, I guess I'll give my like personal input <laughs> on. <laughs> being too independent because I definitely think that I like struggle with that for sure and now that I am embarking on my later 20 years (laughs) um I have acknowledged that in what capacity I in what capacity I want a man basically so for me I'm gonna be honest I am tired of being strong all the time like it is (laughs) very taxing on me and I like the intimacy part of being with somebody else and so I feel like at times I just want somebody who was in my corner like don't get me wrong I have my sister friends and all of that Mm -hmm. but it's just a different level when you have like your partner in your corner and so I think that um, it is okay to acknowledge when you are independent it's a good just foundation for you know just personal development but I think that for me, um, I definitely am tired of being 100 all the time. Like, yeah. sometimes I need my partner to be 70 sometimes <laughs> so I can be 30, just a right. little bit. Like, right, right. Yeah. I just am tired of being 100 all the time. So, um, I think you have to just be honest with yourself. You mm-hmm. have to be honest. And when you do connect with somebody, you know. Um, don't put them in a position where they feel like they are not needed in your life or that they don't serve any purpose or because it goes past like oh somebody can people buying me stuff or people taking me out like you have to dig deeper Mm -hmm. than that. That's
2: good so like what is your take on want versus need because I'm always like isn't it better if I want you and don't need you like Mm -hmm. I can technically do all these things for myself but I want you to be there and in my corner to do that you know? Yeah
1: so I think that I personally aspire to be, be married. Right. So, you know, I try to, um, you know, try to get myself in the mindset to be vulnerable to that. I think that the want versus need part comes from you want your person to be there not out of obligation. Right. You want them to desire to yeah. do yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, human, you know, communication and like that contact with somebody else is a need. It's a need, like mm-hmm. that security factor yeah. is actually a, a need. So um, I think that is important, but also, like you said, you want somebody, you desi- You have that desire yep. to
0: have somebody there not out of obligation right. because they want to do it for you. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other insights on how we can find a balance uh, or just a general is there such thing as being too independent?
5: Um, I would just like to add that I feel like a lot of times I am, like, too independent sometimes and I don't allow others to do for me. and So I say no a lot, like, no, I got this. Well, no, thank you. And I think I need to be more willing and open to saying, yeah, you can do that for me, um, instead of saying, well, no, I got it. Because, I mean, sometimes I feel like by me saying no, it prev- like if I'm dating someone, I feel like they kind of back up and I don't allow them to completely show me you know, who they are or h- how well they can treat me by saying no mm-hmm. to them. So just being more open to saying yes or just allowing somebody to do for you without you feeling bad for it or without you feeling like, dang, hey, I should have did it myself.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I can definitely relate to that. I definitely overwork myself on the regular, as y'all know. Like, I just won't go to sleep because mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like, I have to do it. Like, I, I don't like, I don't mind delegating, I don't mind asking people to do certain things, but I also don't like to overtake people's time with something that I need them to do. Um, I would like for it to mainly be on me, and I just need you to do a little bit here and a little bit there because I feel like that's a healthy balance with relationships. I don't want to be that type of person that's always asking for something, that always needs something, or is taking up a lot of people's time. Um, so that's a balance that I'm still trying to figure out. I've also worked since I was 14 years old. So I've always had this whole instinct of I had to do it myself. I have to get it myself. I have to figure it out myself. And I still have that. I've kind of taken that into adulthood. And it definitely takes a toll on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, there's there's definitely a, a, a balance there. It's definitely a such thing as being too strong and too independent because it could really end up hurting you in the long run and you could get weak real quick.
1: You definitely have to change your verbiage. Like, mm-hmm. you can't say, I don't want a man, I don't right. need a man for things. Right. Like, be honest with yourself. Right. Yes, you do. Right. Like, <laughs> no. yes, you do. Like, yes, you do. That's what bothers me. Yes, you do. So, change <laughs> right. your verbiage. Yeah. You, you know, at this time, I don't need a man to buy me nice right. things. Right. But let's be real who doesn't like gifts? Exactly. like yeah, come mm-hmm. on. And So, let me change. save my coins. Yeah. Right. okay to save my
2: coins if you buy so, it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> change your verbiage. Change, because Dudes can pick up off that vibe, and they mm, won't right. approach you. Yeah. And let's be real, your degree and your paycheck is not going to hold you tight at night. No. So right. you definitely have to change yeah. how you talk and how you speak so your true. relationships into the atmosphere. So
2: Seriously, yeah. you have to remember that your career and trying to be a boss or just being a boss doesn't mean that you can't have help right. Yeah, that, that support. And I forget that a lot. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: Okay, well, good. Well, thanks for um, chiming in on that hot topic. Uh, Listeners, if you have an opinion, definitely, like Tyra said, uh, leave some comments for us, whether it's on SoundCloud or, you know, on our Twitter. You know, we are always tweeting with with you guys, so feel free to chime in to this conversation, too. Okay, cool. Well, now we're going to go back to Tyra for her segment.
1: Yeah, ladies, so I will be opening up this girl talk portion with... Love what's love got to do with it? So okay. this segment will be about love and relationships. I'll have stuff for the single folks. I will have stuff for I will have stuff for the married folks. But of course I will be, you know, getting the help of the married people actually. Um, we will be talking about good stuff, we will be talking about infidelity, we will be talking about sex. Just just everything, so you know, if you have a topic, like Aisha said, that you want me to tap into related to love and relationships, please let us know. So now we are going to dive right in, and this week we are gonna be talking about the love languages. So just to give you a little background of like the five love languages, it started with the book by Gary Chapman, um and just to give you like some of his credibility just to show like you know he kind of knows what he's talking about he has a doctorate in philosophy and a masters in religious education and he's also an associate pastor so if you do tap into the five love languages just keep in the back of your mind that it is a faith foundation type of series so i will ask you ladies what is your love language like do you know what's your top love language well, has- can you
0: go through them yeah. uh just in case okay. no yeah. one i can't remember yeah. but i kind of <laughs> know
1: well i mean i was gonna go into them okay, I'll, tell okay. My- I'll just go into mine in the order of like my top love language to the one that i really don't identify okay. with the least. so my first one is quality time my second one is words of affirmation, then acts of service, then physical touch, and last, receiving gifts. Which is funny because um, physical touch used to be my least like, on the list, and I knew that one of the relationships that I was in kind of opened me up affectionately, so I knew that I needed to retake the quiz. So yeah, it's kind of funny how physical touch kind of went up on the list, and receiving gifts is last because I am one of those people that always buy things for myself, so I don't really expect people to buy me gifts, so. Yeah, anybody wanna go and say what they, or at least what you think your love language might be if you haven't taken the quiz?
0: Um, I took it, I really can't remember what, I, what mine was at that time, but I think that, well, I know that one of my top ones is definitely quality time. I'm always asking Nick, when is he coming home um, (laughs) from work? Like, what is your schedule? Did your schedule change? What shows are we watching tonight? Like, I I have to have quality time with him literally every day, Um, even if it's just for 30 minutes or whatever. And then definitely physical touch would be my next one. Um, so something is always on him. Whether it's my feet, <laughs> my hands, whatever, like That's so cute. touching him at all times when he's around. Um, so those will be my top two. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, I think mine. Minds. Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> 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 Are
2: words of affirmation, number one, just because I, I've always been an athlete, I've always like liked the tough love and stuff, but from my man, I actually kind of like the like, oh, no, but I missed you and that kind of stuff. Oh, and yeah, it really surprises yeah. me because I didn't think I would like that. So I do remember that was my top one when I took it. But, you know, that was some time ago. So yeah, might You might want take. to retake <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, and then I know my other one's quality time. Like I don't really care about like necessarily going out on dates and that kind of stuff, but if you actually make time for me and like you're coming back to me every night, that's a big deal for me.
4: Okay, so. okay. Brittany oh. or Jenny? You
5: go ahead. Jenny. Um, I took the test, but I honestly do not remember what it said but just knowing who I am I would probably say um was it physical
1: physical touch
5: yeah physical touch would probably be my main one um just because I'm a real touchy person Mm -hmm. and not only like with whomever I'm dating but just period like I love hugging I love being you know close to someone so I would say that and then I'm thinking maybe my least one that I would probably identify with when it comes to men might be the um Affirmations, just yeah. because I know sometimes it's hard for men to communicate. Oh, yes, and they girl. may not, you know, know what to say or things like that. So, yeah, that's all I can really, really
4: remember oh, that's from mine. Yeah. I was just trying to remember what they all were. But, uh, <laughs> no, I haven't taken the, that love language just in a very long time. But I can tell you now, um I know that physical touch. I feel like used to be way up there yeah. but now it's not and mm-hmm. I'm not sure why but um number 1 definitely is quality time. Yeah. I'm right there with Aisha. <laughs> I am what I I'm waiting for Sheree to get home from work or um and then with my like long hour I have like longer hours during the week now so I'm at work like oh my god I can't wait to get home so that I can be with my husband and my son and yeah just just the quality time I've always wanted to I don't know. I'm just always, always want to be with, sh- with my husband. Let's be real here. So, uh, <laughs> like yes, all about time. <laughs> It's yes, definitely right. up there. <laughs> um, and then I would say that my second one, um, would be words of affirmation. Um, I definitely, I feel like, you know, having, you know, just those words of affirmation from, you know, your significant other is really good to hear every now yeah. and then. I mean, I don't, I can't say that, you know, I hear, you know, add words of affirmations every day. But when I do, it's just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I just like feel different when I hear those. So that's definitely high on the list too. But I would say that um yeah, I would say that the uh yeah, the physical touch definitely has went down some. Maybe mm-hmm. to third or fourth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe that has
4: something to do with Casey. Uh, right. He's taking maybe, over your physical touch. Yeah, it it could be um I mean I'm all over him, Casey, but <laughs> 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 but yeah, I don't know. It's just um, I know at one point it was high on the list, but right now it's just, you know, a little, just a little lower. Than yeah. what? I wouldn't say it's last, but yeah, definitely a little lower.
1: Okay, so I am just going to give a quick description of the five love languages because I know that everybody mm-hmm. may not be familiar with them or just give you some insight on the things that you may not have known if you have checked this out. So the first one we are going to talk about is quality time because a lot of us said that was like one of our top ones, and it's definitely mine. Mm-hmm. Like... This one definitely reads me my life because it definitely is how I feel and how I express myself. So with quality time, you want to give, like, your full undivided attention um, and being together in the same space, you want to avoid distractions. So sometimes you need, like, that TV off. You need that phone away, your task on standby for this person. And it could be just both of you doing nothing together or participating in an activity. So, yeah. Um, If you like vacations, this one is Mm -hmm. for you. Um, Going on walks are good Mm -hmm. for people who like quality time or just like that solid one-to-one time. You definitely want to avoid too much time um, spent with friends and in groups, like both of you collectively, because you need that separate intimate time. Mm -hmm. Um, Distractions. You definitely want to um, avoid postponing activities this really irks me. Like, when I'm set on me hanging with you <laughs> and you have to postpone... Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yes, that, that one me really me gets me. under my... Yes. Ah. <laughs> right there with you. Yeah. yeah, so that one is quality time. And then next we're going to tap into physical touch. So this is just uh, nonverbal uses of your body language and using touch to emphasize love. So in the form of hugs, holding hands, making intimacy a priority, just sitting close to each other, Cuddling and my favorite spooning. I love spooning. <laughs> <laughs> so, with physical nice. touch, you want to avoid um, like physical neglect, long stints without touching each other, mm-hmm. or just touching each other, but it's like really cold. Like, you know, like you're not Distance. doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That or force. Touch. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I used to about that, that one. Yeah. Right. She took that one. <laughs> You don't, like that that, person, you don't like that one person no oh. no okay
3: you don't like it forced? no yeah
0: no i like it to to be real and genuine yeah. and authentic yeah and so when you spoon with your
2: husband's ladies is it just like was it a different feeling because they say you just like fit into the curves and
0: crevices oh yeah like the i spooned red. him last night
1: <laughs>
0: were you the big spoon or the we're little right. spoon i was i was the big spoon i love being the big spoon it was nice oh <laughs> boy <laughs> It was real nice. I he's do. so he's so warm and soft. He's gonna hate me for saying
1: that. <laughs> it's
0: like y'all bodies just melt. Yes,
1: right, melt together. together. Maybe that's how you know. Should I just go and spoon every guy? <laughs> <laughs> so I can
0: know like which one I melt with. Yep, like, I fit there. I think I, spooning I is safe.
1: I fit there. <laughs> I think you just need to have some self control. Right, right. yes, <laughs> if you're gonna spoon around, you know. Yeah. Um, wait, this is so off sub subject, but <laughs> there is this guy, I don't know where he lives, but he gets paid to like spoon people and no. he makes wow. a living. Yes! What? I've yeah. never heard of that. Yes, there is a video. He gets paid to like spoon women what? and dry hump them. Good <laughs>
0: Oh, no, <laughs> no, he doesn't.
1: That, so physical touch. Like how much money? That. I don't pay know, but I, oh, but I think he has a website. It's definitely oh, single
0: sisters better hop on that. It's definitely, oh, I'm that. Wake him up. It's definitely
1: <laughs> not yeah, like a I troll need. video. It's definitely <laughs> for real. Oh, my and my goodness. Goodness. He, I think he makes a living off of it. So if physical touch is your love language, you may need to do some recharge oh, on it. I was that. thinking
2: about Uber or my side hustle, but I might need to
1: look into something else. Okay, so the next one is words of affirmation. You want to use those encouraged and spoken words, make sure you encourage your partner often, and also listen actively is big on words of affirmation. Um, you want to use like unsolicited compliments, send like unexpected notes or texts or cards, just to remind your person how you feel about them? Because those unexpected, you know, texts really, you know, can perk somebody up. And you want to avoid non-constructive or undue criticism. Um, you want to, you know, not acknowledge their effort. You make sure you want to tell them, and then, of course, don't use emotionally harsh words. So the last two that we'll talk about, which don't get a lot of shine, is acts of service and receiving gifts. So acts of service. Um, this one kind of Blew my mind because I didn't really know what it was, but it's basically anything that will help ease the burden of responsibilities that are like weighing your partner down. So it's serving out of love and not out of obligation. So it's like saying, um, I'll help you with this or asking, what can I do for you? Um, You can like, you know, make breakfast for your partner unpromptly or just do things to help alleviate some of their daily workload. You want to avoid... Um, following through on tasks if you say that you're going to do them and not keeping your promises or ignoring the fact that they need help and Mm. you're just not helping them Or just flat out being lazy, like, you definitely want to avoid this with people who acts of service is their love language. Mm -hmm. And lastly, receiving gifts, which I feel like has a negative connotation to it, but it's not about materialism. This person thrives on the thoughtfulness behind the gift. Um, Mm -hmm. They like the idea that you took your time in Mm -hmm. getting them something. it wasn't a gift card. Yeah. So they like, of course, thoughtful gifts and gestures. If you're into like crafting or making gifts. Mm -hmm um you really want to tap into doing that for them um you definitely want to avoid forgetting special occasions Mm. and (laughs) unanfistic gift giving like you said gift cards Mm -hmm. or trying to buy somebody's love Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who don't don't get into that yeah have any of you used the love language theory like in your relationships or in your marriage maybe
0: yeah um me and Nick have started doing this thing called 60 Seconds, 60 seconds of Affirmation or something like that. Um, and it's basically where we just randomly take, like literally randomly, he'll just walk up to me and start telling me how wonderful I am. Oh, and we'll do that for like a minute straight. And I was like, you know, maybe we should cut this down to like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> because. But you know, it's really nice. It's 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 nice, especially if it's your lo- love language. But it's also nice if that's something you don't don't do that often, because mm-hmm. it makes you feel good and and it's random, so you aren't expecting it. Right. Um, so it, it, it <laughs> so it keeps it fun. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. You're gorgeous. You fine, you smile, you (laughs) is important. Right.
4: So that's something we've done.
1: Anybody else try to use love language theory? I was going to
4: say that, um, what was the acts of service? Service. Yeah, acts of service, yes. I can say that me, I can say that's not something that I have done before, but I know that um, since I've been married, we do that a lot. That's Um, good. just, Just anything random, like if I'm you know, doing something or, um, and, you know, Sharif just kind of comes in and is like, oh, you know, let me help you with that. Or, you know, if I come home with groceries, he doesn't, you know, make me bring them in by myself. And, you know, he'll make sure, like, you know, because. When we when I come in, you can hear the garage upstairs, so we know when someone's home. So (laughs) I know like I know you heard me come down. You You gonna come come help me? me But usually, you know, I don't have to like be like, "Can you come help me?" Like that kind of thing. It just kind of automatically happens, and the same for me with him and whatever you know he's doing. I mean, it could be anything, but yeah, we're we're pretty pretty good with that. Yeah, (laughs) I definitely can't say i probably was like that before, but it's it just kind of I don't know, it just kind of comes naturally. yeah. Yeah.
1: Jenny, were you going to say something? Yeah,
5: um, I was just going to say, like, I've never, I mean, I've taken the test, but I never had someone else take it. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I will do is I would ask them questions that will help me understand, like, what they like. And sometimes it's hard, like, if they say that they like something, and it's something that I don't typically do. Yeah. Um, so I sometimes try to figure out, well, how can I incorporate that? without, you know, without feeling uncomfortable with doing it. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I feel like it helps. But I think, you know, if I was in, a, like, a serious relationship, I would probably consider taking it with somebody.
1: Yeah. Taking so that's a good segue into my next part because I tried to ask, you know, my loved one to take the test. <laughs> and he told me that his love language was food. So <laughs> that was the end of that conversation. And... <laughs> It's like actually, you're probably right it's a lot <laughs> yeah. You're actually probably right. That probably is your love language. So um, I know some people are wondering, like, what if my partner doesn't know their love language? So the way to tap into that is definitely reflection. So you want to ask yourself, how does he or she most often express themselves or express their love to other people? What does he or she complain about most often, and what does he or she request more often? What are they? asking of you a lot. And then the next most like often question people have about love language is what if I am speaking my partner's love language and they do not respond? And the answer to that is they're pro- you're probably not speaking their right love language. I think women <laughs> assume that men's love language is physical touch. And so you always start like with having more sex and then you notice that nothing is changing so you start like criticizing him or yelling at him and you notice that he's shutting down more and becoming more detached when actuality his love language is words of affirmation so you're shooting him down you know so you want to go back to asking those questions you know how do they express themselves what do they request more Um, What do they complain about often? And then for my single people, I know we're all wondering how do I apply this if I am single, you can use these concepts for other types of relationships. So like with your friends, with your siblings, um, trying to tap into your relationship with your parents or your work relationships. So the takeaway for this segment is um, letting you all know that this is actually a series. So they have like uh, the men's book they have a men's edition, they have that's a singles cute. edition, they have an edition for married people, and they have an edition to like how to love your children or something yeah. like that, yeah. That's cute. Um, the book is not like the end all be all of communication, of course, but it definitely lays out a foundation on helping us communicate better, especially because we like assume that people show love in the same manner that we do, and that's not always the case. And just to add another layer of depth, keep in mind that this is how you receive love, but it's not necessarily how you give it, and those can be different. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also good to know how you do not express yourself. It's good to know which one is last, because what could be a big deal to you could be something very small to your partner. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in taking the quiz, I encourage everybody to take the quiz at www.5lovelanguages.com. That is your homework for this segment. So I'm just gonna lead it right on in with
0: Miss Jenny. Okay, so Jenny is gonna come next and she is going to take over the beauty portion of our Girl Talk. So for this segment, it is called the Beauty Prescription. And pretty much
5: everything that we'll be talking about is going to be the prescription for anything beauty. So natural hair, you know, different face, um, different face regimens, mm-hmm. um, different beauty products, makeup. So anything that will beautify yourself, that's what we'll be discussing in this segment. Um, but for this week's topic, I want to ask you all: Are you drinking enough water? Um, and I know this is something that a lot of people may ask or it's something that I've been hearing a lot about. And I just want to ask you all, do you feel like you're getting enough water or how much water are you all drinking a day?
4: I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a struggle. Like, water has always been one of my issues with, um, I don't know, just with just everything. Like, I'm just, thing with me is that I'm not a big drinker with anything, like it doesn't have to be water, just like even when I drink, like even when I'm eating, I hardly drink a cup of anything that whatever it is that I'm drinking. So Mm, trying to get 64 ounces of water is just, I'm looking at this this 32 ounce water bottle I got right now, like I'm not gonna get through this. Like, it's just hard. I mean, for me personally, I know I'm not getting enough water.
0: (laughs) For the amount of time that I have to pee every day, (laughs) I would say yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have, I have a thirty-two ounce water bottle too and we have like a water filter at work mm-hmm. and I'll probably refill it twice at work. When I go to Zumba, I drink a whole one and mm-hmm. then before bed I'll drink another. So I probably drink, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, four four of those per day. So I think that's pretty good. Yeah, mine is like it
2: depends <laughs> on the day. Cause you know, some days you're going back to back from meeting to meeting, so you kinda just forget that your water's at your desk. And then other days I'm like, man, I drank about
1: five bottles of water, <laughs> and you're always in the
2: bathroom. So, yeah, it really just depends, so I get to get better about being consistent with it.
1: Do I drink enough water? hell to the no 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 <laughs> no I don't <laughs> now I will say you know I'm a nurse so when I'm at work yeah. I definitely drink a lot of water it's in yeah. front of me like yeah. I know that I need to hydrate myself because I'm moving a lot more but if I'm at home them other four days <laughs> yeah, the other four days it's not happening <laughs> not at all okay um but I want to
5: zoom in specifically to how water is important for uh, your health of your skin. Hmm. Um, just a personal story for me. Um, I mean, you all can't see my face, but I always a lot of people always ask me, well, what do you use on your face? It's always clear and things like that. And so when I was younger, um, I want to say it was eczema that I had. Um, it was about, I mean, I don't never know. I, did, I didn't ever know what it was. I just, I just
1: know that she I diagnosed broke out right. really bad.
5: And like it was a big patch on my forehead. And it's like, well, after that whole situation, like I've never had really any issues um, out of my skin. There are times when, like if I'm stressing, if I'm stressing or I'm not drinking enough water, there will be breakouts in like certain areas, but it's typically like one pimple here and there. There's not like a major breakout. Um, And then also, I wanna say like a couple years ago, I decided that you know I was drinking too much pop. And so, I mean, I still drink juice and things like that. Occasionally, but I don't drink it all the time, and so I realize or I notice when I drink more water, my skin looks healthier. Um, it doesn't look you know as dull as it looks when I'm not drinking water. Um, so I have a question for you, for you, Aisha, specifically. So you said that you drink a lot of water. <laughs> uh-huh. Do Only you feel you. or do you have any issues with your skin? And if so, do you feel like drinking water
0: um, helps it? I do, but I feel like the issues I have with my skin are hormonal, mm-hmm. um, like they usually come like around my cycle. It's the only time I really get breakouts. And I really didn't have acne until my 20s. Um, so mm-hmm. I never had acne or anything like that. All of a sudden I just start breaking out and getting really bad blemishes like two or three years ago. But now I don't have that many breakouts anymore, but I'm still dealing with trying to get rid of that acne scarring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know for a fact that something that really helped me drink more water was, you know, Nick, think my husband and I, uh, we don't buy pop or juice. Mm-hmm. We only buy water. So if I want pop, right. And shakies, we call drink mixes or crystallites. We call those shakies in my house. Um, but anyways, those are, that's probably as close as I get to juice. Um, so that really helped us make sure that we were drinking a lot of water because if we want it, the only way you could have it is if you went out to eat, um, but a lot of times I don't even crave it then, so it just mm-hmm. depends.
5: Okay, so, I mean, some people may know, but some people may not know that water pretty much makes up about half of your, you know, body, and so if you're not getting an adequate amount of water, um, your skin is going to look duller. Um, I mean, not when you're younger, but as you get
0: older, if you don't drink a lot of water, you, you know, like drinkers. our age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um,
5: you may I'll see up. wrinkles um, <laughs> or even pores. But by drinking water, um, you'll stay more hydrated. Your skin will look a little bit more plump. Um, and then it's less likely to, um, your skin is less likely to have crack and cause irritations and blemishes. And so one thing that I read and I thought that uh, was really interesting is that not only that, you know, you might have a face regimen of, you know, what you do when you wash your face and things like that, but it's really important that you moisturize um, internally and not only hmm. um, externally. So yeah. making sure that you drink water. Um, kind of going off what Aisha said, if I don't see, like, if I don't have like a water bottle with me, um, I won't drink water. Mm-hmm. And so making sure that you always have that water available to you, so there's not an excuse of why you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to drink at least a gallon a day. It doesn't always happen. Um, Just because the type of job that I'm in, if I don't have the water in my car, then it's more
0: like I'm not about to stop and get a water bottle.
5: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: But... I used to drink a gallon a day, but I would be aware of that because when I went to the doctor and she asked me how much water I drank, I told her a gallon because that's how much I was drinking at that time when I was trying to, you know, you know, shed some pounds and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she told me that that was too much water for me, yep. um, that it actually throws oh, off right. your your body, your yep. balance, and your electrolytes. Mm-hmm. Um, you so water. you definitely have to be aware of that too.
1: There was yeah. this lady who this was years ago. She there was like a contest on the radio, and she was trying to win her kid like an mm-hmm. Xbox. Oh. Of like how who can drink the most water? And she ended up wow. winning, but she died.
0: I yeah. so, I remember that she like drowned herself. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. By drinking, water? Yeah, so by drinking water, too yeah. much. Yeah. You wow. can drink so, too much water. Yeah. So beware of that, Jen yes. <laughs> yes. So don't be no. discouraged. <laughs> don't
1: be discouraged if you don't get a gallon a day. Yeah, yeah
5: I'm not. I've never, um, like, I mean, even when I do drink a gallon, I don't ever feel, you know, I don't ever feel not well. I mean, it's always makes it feel, I feel like it gives me more energy. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I would do is sometimes like I'll add lemon or I add different fruit in it just so it wouldn't taste like water and I mm-hmm. might, um, um, like I don't have to drink more since it has stuff in it um but yeah that's interesting but one thing I was written upon which I thought was really um interesting is that Gabrielle Union she like her face is I I mean I don't know if y'all seen her without makeup but her face is is really nice (laughs) and it said that oh uh, jeez
1: you're gorgeous (laughs) Bria. And she said
5: that during her mid-30s, which I didn't know that she was 44, and I'm like, yes, Yes. I'm good. She looks really good. Yes, she does. Um, That she started drinking a gallon of water a day during her mid-30s, and that she noticed that it helped a lot with her skin. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Because Brittany
2: and I were talking about that during the Hidden Figures movie, because the we were
5: like, man, she looks... Horrible, so oh.
2: oh, and we were like, and her and Gabby, <laughs> right? And her and Gabby were in that movie together, bringing yeah. on. And we were like, they w- look way different. Like mm-hmm. they have kind of aged way different. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know why? I, I mean, is, I yeah. mean, there's yeah. other reasons
5: oh, okay, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, there hasn't been research, well, research hasn't confirmed that drinking water. Um, will, you know, help clear up your face um, or make it look better. But, I mean, if you're drinking water and you see that it's helping, it's like, well, don't stop. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Anything else, Jenny? Um, No, that's it. All right, we're going to move right into Brittany for her section of Girl Talk.
4: Yes, ladies. So, I will be doing the health segment, and it will be called Healthy Sisters. And today... I am going to talk about (laughs) Um, if you have a healthy heart Um, so basically the question for today is do you have a healthy heart Um, and generally you know with these segments i will just kind of bring you know some health topics to the table you know kind of give you a little more information on certain things Uh, but today will be about getting 150 minutes of exercise per week and the importance of that so generally uh, you will want to try to, as far as with your exercise routine, getting anywhere from 150 um, and 50 minutes of exercise and doing a moderate intensity exercise, which means any kind of activity where you, um, you know, get your heart rate pumping um, and things like that. So even brisk walking is even, you know, good enough for that moderate intensity exercise. But um, it helps reduce the risk of chronic diseases um, if you do get that amount of exercise per week. Um, but I did have a question for my ladies here. Hmm. How many minutes do you all exercise per week?
1: Girl, if I get 30 <laughs> minutes, I'm like, yeah. This <laughs> like is going down. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't count um, outside of work. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I probably do maybe three to five miles mm-hmm. a shift, mm-hmm. like, just from walking and standing. Um, But if I can get 30 minutes at the gym, I'm like, yep, that's it for the week, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I definitely know that I need more though. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I'm a Zumba girl, so not like a Zumba instructor, y'all. <laughs> like, I go to Zumba. Um, but, so those are an hour and if I'm lucky, my instructor, who I have a favorite one, her name's Stacy, she's going extra hard on us, and she's holding us to extra 15 minutes, so I live for that extra 15 <laughs> minutes. Um, so I always try to, I have a new goal, like since the beginning of the year, where I started off just going back once a week, because I completely fell off, and then I added another day, and add another day. So between two or three days a week, uh, hour each, I try to, try to fit that in per week, so uh, 120, maybe more, 180. Mm-hmm. That's okay.
3: good. There's that a lot. You know right. better
0: than
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> See, obviously, my water intake and my exercise <laughs> is correlated <laughs> because sometimes I'm at the gym like three to five times a week, but then y'all know I travel like... Like yes, no she other, is. and you know the first thing you don't want to do is check your bag. So, when you don't want to check your bag, you got to squeeze everything into carry on. The first thing to go out your carry on is your gym shoes <laughs> because you're just like, oh, I need these heels for my work trip, whatever. So you know, you know, on a good week, on a good week, it's about three, three to five times. On a bad week, you know, it's nothing, <laughs> it nothing
3: yeah. at all.
5: Yeah, I'm right there with Bria. Um, like I, I love working out, so. I mean, my motivation to go to the gym is pretty high, but it's a, my main thing is not necessarily having time, but when I work the way I do, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go early in the morning, but then that doesn't happen. And I'm like, I'm going to go at night, but then that doesn't happen. <laughs> the next thing you know, you know, it's a week and I haven't been in the gym. Right? <laughs> but, I mean, on a good week, I would probably go to the gym maybe three to four times, and i probably stay like an hour and a half. I can't add those minutes, but it's yeah. an hour and a half. It's time.
4: Well, that's good. No, I mean, and and honestly, even with myself, I've only been getting to the gym once a week here lately, because um, I feel like that's what I can fit into my schedule. But I'm there for 60 minutes, so I try to make the most of you know the time that I am there. But um, but yes, that is just um, that is the weekly recommendation is to try to get 150 minutes of exercise in. Um, I did also so just come kind of hearing your scenarios, which, you know, I'm a health coach, so maybe yeah. y'all you know, yeah, some tips, but, um, no, I was just thinking like, cause I know you travel a lot. Girl. Yes. So with that, do you usually stay in hotels yes. where they have fitness centers? And you know, if
2: you're in New York, like downtown Manhattan, the rooms are boxes, the gym's yeah. a box. So you're just like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs>
4: See, that's where your mindset is. I know, right? I try to do some <laughs> abs or something. You know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> even if it's just a little bit, like, I mean, I just I do try to tell, you know, my clients, like, you know, if you just try to put, even if it's 15 minutes, like, I mean, people feel like that they need to do the exercise consistently. So if there's, you know, 30 minutes or 60 minutes, you know, you can do 20 minutes in the morning or 20 minutes in the evening or, you know, however your fit your schedule fits that in. Um, you know everybody doesn't have 60 minutes out of their day. let's be real if you have wives we have jobs and have families and um, you know children have activities that they need to go to so it's definitely understandable um, that everyone can't fit you know that kind of exercise into their routine but if you can you know engage in at least 30 minutes of moderate intensity exercise um, that would be better than nothing at all I mean you know I know that people feel as though you know I I'm just I'm tired when I get home and can't do this, and you know I just want to go to bed, and you know I, I you know, I have to tend to my family when I get home from work, but it's just like literally even fifteen minutes is better than nothing. Like I mean I just I just try to emphasize that um, just being active and, and not being sedentary is good for your overall health and your heart. I mean just moving and you know, like you said any kind of moderate intensity just something to get your heart rate going. You know if you don't like to run, you know have bad knees like me. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I'm not a fan of running or jogging. Mm-mm. Literally brisk walking or walking at an incline is just as helpful, and you will burn as many calories doing that.
5: Yeah. You see, that's one thing that I think I struggle with is when I go to the gym. You know, I think, okay, well, I have a whole Plan, you know what I'm gonna do, and so if I know that I'm not able to do everything that I plan to do, I just don't go at all. Instead of getting,
3: <laughs> instead of getting, you know, right. like 15
5: or 30 minutes, if I know right. that I'm not gonna be able to be in there an hour, I just don't go at all. So I, right. I think I'm gonna try that. Yeah, you know, even if it's at home, like doing like 15 or 30 minutes, and mm-hmm. see if that helps. Yes.
2: Do you recommend the like Fitbit and Apple Watch challenges? Like, do you think that that's helped improve? People's like excitement yes. to work out.
4: For sure, yeah, for sure. I hear um, a lot of uh, a lot of people that I talk with that they'll have a Fitbit that they use to keep track of their steps, and I always ask them, "Well, how do you like it?" Or like an Apple Watch, and they're like, "I love it. You know, I love how it keeps track of my steps and my heart rate and all of that." So I definitely think that those devices are really good motivating boosters for a lot of people. Um, and I recently just got one this past summer, and I freaking love it so um if anyone like and if you just need that motivation and I honestly got it just for the motivating factor because I mean even though I'm a health coach I don't really like exercising like I mean I've danced my whole life um that's how I used to get my that's how I used to get my exercise in so when I stopped dancing going to the gym was just it's just not something that I like to do um even if even if I have like a, a routine that I already have put together it's still not I still don't want to go like so I I mean you know I try I mean I know the benefits of it and what it does it just kind of sucks that I don't have that that dancing anymore I mean I probably could get back into it but that could be for that'll be another day we can talk about that but (laughs) uh, but it's like I, I was used to getting my exercise in that way and the gym is just not the you know the most enticing thing to me personally but I mean but when I'm there I love it. It's just right. really weird. Yeah. It's just getting there is the issue, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's a lot of the you know issues that I hear with people that I talk with as well. It's like I just have to get there because once I'm there, I can do this and that. Yeah. Right. Um, so you know, it's just that's pretty much what it is. But yes, but those devices are really good. So I, I would definitely encourage you to get it if you just need a motivating factor. I would definitely suggest. We got the it.
2: challenge. Yeah, I would have to say challenge. that.
4: Um, I got a Fitbit. I'm gonna say maybe a year
5: ago and it has definitely motivated me to work out and it's mm. kind of funny because I mean sometimes I don't even look at it but it's still like during the day I don't look at it but just knowing right. that it's there like I don't know I just feel like you know I got a Fitbit I'm supposed to to work out <laughs> no. I'm in that thing but yeah. a lot of times I, I don't know I mean I don't know what it is it's just like yeah. knowing that it's there yeah. I mean yeah. it just gives you some type of motivation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the Apple Watch will remind you. Okay. Like, see, I, I, see, see, I, need, I need one of oh, yeah. those. I will say oh, that. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a
4: point, but I want
1: one. <laughs> I think everybody should get one. That's yes, what I'm going to say. I, I don't regret it as a purchase, mm-hmm. and on the health like kick, Um, there's like two different apps, so it does like your activity, Mm -hmm. so it'll do like your calories, and you can set your own goals, and Mm -hmm. like your steps, it'll do like your miles, or how many minutes you're active, and then another one will keep track of your actual workout, so Mm -hmm. you have different options, if you like like to run outdoors, if you want to do the elliptical, it'll Mm -hmm. keep track of that, but it'll remind you often like, if anything. you need to do something, or if you achieve this goal, yeah. So I definitely would recommend for all of us iPhone users. Yes. If you get some, save up some money, and get you a nice <laughs> Apple text Watch. Return. Yeah, yeah. Use yeah. your tax return to get you an Apple Watch. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> cool. Did you have anything else for Nier? No, that was pretty much it. Okay. Well, it is time for the wooza. Yes. So let's all center our minds and our oh energy. God, every time I hear Wusa, <laughs> I think about bad boys. Yes. <laughs> I
4: like it.
0: I'm just going to say that I don't get that reference. <laughs>
4: what? You've never seen that? Y'all know she don't watch that. black movies. Y'all know she don't watch
1: black movies. Black bro. You no, know that's where I'm that never came never from?
0: That's from yoga no that's that that, that's
1: what
3: okay <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> mm.
0: okay well your, your Sorry, homework you at the center your
1: homework is <laughs> you to watch bad boys too
0: okay 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 well I'll, I will borrow you. yours I oh my, oh my gosh. god.
1: even YouTube like the <laughs> woosai- yes yes <laughs>
4: Just just that bad. hard like. well
0: y'all I'm gonna tell y'all now y'all gonna hear a lot of that from me because a bunch of movies I've just never seen so I'm gonna get my energy back in the right place <laughs> thanks a lot Jennifer <laughs> so it is time for the wooza. So let's all center our minds and our energy to receive some food that our mind and body will love. So during this this segment, I'll basically be sharing uh, some different wellness-related tips. Um, And topics that are based around you having a healthy mind and body. So for this uh, episode, I'm going to talk about uh, bedtime routines and why they are so important. So it may sound sound lame, but bedtime routines aren't actually for kids. Um, They're definitely for adults, too. And this is something I've definitely made one of my goals for this year. I haven't actually implemented it yet, um, but I have this whole list of things that I want to put into my bedtime or my nightly routine. Um, and there are a lot of benefits that, that come along with it. Um, and, and the main one is just that it's very essential for your mental hygiene and um, all about that. So why are bedtime or nightly routines important? Well, first of all, it helps you relax, so after a long day, you definitely need to take time to relax and reflect on your day, um, and definitely decompress, but decompress without distractions. Um, so turn off those electronics, and just really having some time for yourself and your thoughts are really important. Um, it can also help you eliminate or reduce sleep problems. So for people like me that haven't <laughs> Self-diagnosed. In addition to difficulty getting up in the morning because you have insomnia, this can really help with that, you know, especially for, like, students and entrepreneurs or just everyone in general. Uh, It can really help you wind down and actually fall asleep. Um, the last thing is that it just helps you establish consistency. So if you get into this routine of doing things every night, eventually your body will start to register that and say, oh, it's time to go to sleep. Um, so again, it goes back to that, oh, it's, it's, it's getting your body on a consistent schedule and helping helping you fall asleep as well. So here are a few things that you could include in your routine. First, you could turn off your electronics like I've mentioned, turn off the TV, you know, turn that cell phone off, or just put it on the other side of the room so you aren't touching it, you aren't on Instagram, you know, in group chats, all that. You're just really taking the focus off your electronics. You can also practice relaxing exercises um, by meditating or doing like some mindful uh, breathing. You could also journal. Or check in with like a planner. So there are a lot of different planners, a lot of different types of journals. So if you just do like a brain dump at the end of the day, that can really help with your mental wellness as well. Or if you have like a goals journal, you can kind of check in like with your daily goals or weekly goals just to kind of keep you mentally on track. You can also prepare for the next day. So. I don't know if you ladies meal prep or do anything like that, but you can make sure that you have your breakfast, lunch, and snacks ready to go for the next day. Make sure you know what you're wearing to work because <laughs> it's something that makes me late every day because I never had that picked out. Um, so kind of have all that ready to go. And then you should also get in bed early. So 15 minutes early, even if you've already set a time, like, I'm going to go to bed at this time. Go to bed 15 minutes early because it just helps you uh, fall asleep a little bit faster. So do you all have bedroom, bed, bedroom routines? (laughs) 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 That's a whole different segment. Um, (laughs) Do you have bedtime or nightly routines? If so, what do they include?
4: Because as soon as I put him to sleep, it's time for mommy to go to sleep. So (laughs) generally, um, you know, well, since during the week I, you know, get off work at eight, so I'm usually home by eight thirty. And I, in Casey, my son, usually goes to sleep between nine and ten. Depending, shoot, if it's a good day, he'll go to sleep at eight thirty, but um, usually between nine and ten. And I actually have, um, I actually utilize the the little reminder sleep app thing on Mm -hmm. the iPhone. Um, so I I set it to like 10.30 on my phone um, And I'm usually in bed by 10.30 If not before So oh yeah So I mean
0: And I don't know if it's just me being
4: at work all day I don't know My husband says I'm the sleepiest person he's ever known But it's just like I, I don't really have issues getting to sleep. And I'm pretty thankful for that because I do hear, you know, a lot of people say that they, you know, have issues like insomnia. I feel for those people that can't get to sleep like they want to. And I, and I mean, I get at least eight to nine hours of sleep at night.
0: So. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm pretty good. thankful for that. <laughs> even with
4: having a, a kid, cause I know most people don't get enough sleep just because of their children. So yeah, I have a pretty good one. So I'm usually in bed by 10, 1030. Yeah,
5: so I don't have a problem with falling asleep It's the fact that I try to do so much before going to sleep and then I end up finding myself falling asleep on the couch <laughs> and then having to get, get up, up, and you know, yeah. get everything ready, um, which I was kind of against this before me getting this, but it actually has helped with me getting a TV for my room. Just because I always fall asleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that I have a TV in my room, it'll actually help me prepare for bed. And so, you know, I'll have it playing while I'm doing different things. And then instead of watching TV in the front room and falling asleep, you know, I can fall asleep in my room. Which for me, falling asleep in my bed, it helps me sleep better. Um, But also just having, you know, a routine. So, you know, making sure that if I need to you know, take some of me to lunch and things like that, making sure that I have that ready, because if I wake up and I'm trying to gather all these things, then I'm rushing, you know, I might be late and it just throws me completely off. So I feel like having a routine, it really helps and everybody should have one, because it really works wonders. Yeah.
2: See, I agree, but what really happens in reality is it doesn't work because, you know, you're <laughs> at work all day, so at nighttime, it's my time to like really catch up on Snapchat. Instagram, oh, my Lord. shows, my smart TV. I have a TV in my room, by the way. My smart TV, though, is in my living room. So I always fall asleep out there watching Hulu, whatever. And then when I try to like take it to my room, like, sounds really weird, when I go to my bed to go to sleep, <laughs> um, I just get too comfortable like and then I don't wake up in the morning for work or I'm like running late or something like if I get just too comfortable and get into that deep deep sleep so now I just I, I go to sleep on the couch like on purpose almost like really? that's like my bed hmm. my bed's too comfortable I guess it's, it's yeah. weird
1: hmm.
2: so I need help. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: Y'all know I don't have a routine. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you definitely do So, just area. a little, <laughs> <laughs> just a little background. Um, I my current position is rotating, so I work day shift and night shift like a crazy person. So uh-huh. my shifts can either be from seven a.m. to seven thirty p.m. or flip flop. It could be from seven p.m. to seven thirty a.m. So to be honest, I don't have a routine. I sleep when my body tells me it's time to sleep. Um, I've tried to make myself go to sleep um, and that doesn't work. It actually gives me anxiety. And normally, like if I'm just working regular day shift, I've never day shifts. I never have a problem falling asleep. I can fall asleep at the drop of a hat. But with this like flip-flop schedule, it's completely impossible. So you'll be surprised how long I can go without sleep. It's not healthy at all. So I just don't have a routine and I just don't plan on having one until I am officially dazed. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because even when you are, um, when you flip flop and then you're off those four days, you still don't sleep. It's like I text you and you're awake at every hour I text you. (laughs) I'm always available. I think that
1: I, because the problem is. Um, I could make myself like always stay on a night shift, but it is the worst feeling in the world mm-hmm. like if you have um, Seasonal affective disorder night shift is not for you because Either I'm up in the middle of the night and I'm cleaning at 1 a.m. and everybody else is asleep mm-hmm. Nothing's going on there's nobody for me to talk to so it really there's no daylight So I don't yeah. get any Sun so I try to flip Days when I'm off, but that just ends up hurting me more. But it still makes me like feel better emotionally because you know I feel like I'm a normal person. But yeah, I'm either awake all the time or I binge
0: sleep. Yes, no, you do binge sleep Because I've texted you and you're like I've been sleep for like 15 15. hours Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it happens (laughs) Well definitely uh, Just take some of those tips Into consideration I mean for some people you may be like Jen or Bria And (laughs) needs your television I'm trying to be a little bit less Dependent on mine because it really Hinders like my productivity And that's why I'm up so late Because I'm, like, working until, like, 4 a.m. So definitely take some of those tips into account and try to figure out what your routine is going to be. Okay, cool. Well, now we're going to move into Dear Sister Friend with Brittany.
4: All right. So, yes, the segment Dear Sister Friend um, is basically our segment where uh, we want all of, you know, all of our listeners to send letters in or even just questions that you may have um, about something that you are, you know, struggling with or even just wanting to know more information about. Uh, But yes, I do have um, a letter that was sent in and also a question. Um, I do just want to go ahead and read that to you all. Um, It starts off with, uh, so I am a young mother and college student studying journalism. I've had a struggle with completing my courses and graduating due to multiple life mishaps. Not making excuses, but hey, things happen sometimes. I lost my motivation at one point, but having my baby gave it all back to me. Now I'm in a limbo with balance. I need to be that full-time mommy, but still make a way for our future. I find myself at my desk drawing up business plans and ideas because I don't have the time at home. I, the goal, essentially, is to be my own boss, my own brand. I have a purpose and I can't allow myself to sit back and let it pass me, pass me by, by making excuses for myself. But how do I accomplish this without seeming selfish or neglecting my little one or without being physically, mentally drained and keeping myself emotionally stable? So what do you ladies think?
1: I would just say if you don't have a planner to try to utilize one, Um, I commend you for going to school full time and being a mother and having all of those parts. So I would just say, um, try to schedule out as much as you can and try to be realistic with that time. Um, make sure you schedule some purposeful me time where you are either doing nothing or, um, just, you know, make sure you're still tapping into self-care,
0: so. Um, I would probably say, you know, don't stress yourself out with your goals. I think that goals are supposed to be a, a happy motivational part of, of your life. But I think, in the way that we've started to put timelines on our lives and look at goals, it's become like super stressful. And I don't look at my goals like that. I look at my goals with excitement and, and I just kind of let them happen. So I would you know, definitely do what Tyra said by just trying to create a plan and plan out you know, some different, and be realistic in, in planning that. But also don't be so hard on yourself because if it's meant to happen and if you have that desire and that drive for it to happen, then it just will.
5: And just also remembering that you can only do one thing at a time. Um, I know one thing that I beat myself up about is trying to do all these things when I, I, there's no way for me to do every single thing at once. So just taking you know it as it is and working on one thing and then when you're done with that you can move on to the next. Um, I know that might be hard for a lot of people. I know it's hard for me because I like to you know make sure that I'm getting things done when I plan to get them done, but it doesn't always happen. Um, and just being okay with that—that that, you know there is a tomorrow and you will be able to do those things that you didn't get done yesterday.
4: Okay. Well, I do hope that we were able to um, help this uh, this young lady that we did receive this uh, question from. Um, and please, we are definitely uh, you know in need of some letters and even questions, so please send them to our email, which is dear sister friend. At thestrengthofshe.com, please send those in. We love them and want to read them out. Um, And letters are even good too. Even if you don't have a question, you know anything motivating is good. You know to send or you know that you may want to say to our um, fellow listeners as well. Cool. Thanks, Bernie. That was a good question. Mm -hmm. Um, So,
0: for she announcements. (laughs) Um, just in case, like I said, uh, we did introduce ourselves at the beginning. But we are the Strength of She, which is a blog uh, online at thestrengthofshe.com. Definitely check out our blog weekly. We do have new new blogs that pop up Tuesday through Thursday, all different ranging topics. Um, from four of us here, four of us are bloggers, and then we have some guest bloggers as well. No shade, We have some. <laughs> so Bria helps on the business side and and we write. So definitely chime in if you ever have topics that you want us to write about. You know, in addition to talking about on the show, feel free to email us at hello at the strength of um, uh, And we also have a shop. Uh, so, the She Shop yeah, is she Shop. definitely something you want to check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of cool things on there. We have shirts, tees, you know, regular tees and v-necks. We have mugs. We have hoodies and sweatshirts. You know, we just have all kinds of things uh, that yeah. you love to check out, okay? <laughs> so, definitely check those out. We we do uh, have sales pretty regularly, so mm-hmm. just just check it out, Um In addition to our blog, we do have a Facebook group that is a community that we recently started. And it's going pretty strong so far. It's it's called the Sister Friend Chat. So definitely go on and try to get into that. Uh, It is for a place, a community for women of color to bond relate and empower one another. So we share things every day. We have uh, sister friend chats of the day uh, about three times a week where we just ask a question and we all just kind of chime in and share our perspectives and ask for support and questions. Um, I've been able to get a accountability buddy uh, when it comes to healthy eating and different things like that in there too. So you definitely want to join that. Um, In addition, last year announcement are our events. So we have events throughout the year. We are located in Indianapolis, Indiana, so right now that is where our events are. Uh, So our next upcoming event is Health is Wealth, and it is a mind and body workshop. Uh, We are partnering with Curl Girl Fitness, Food Love Talk, and then a local independent owner of TLC, uh, Total Life Changes, uh, and Destiny is, is the person we're working with for that, but this event is going to be... So bomb, like you have to be there. Whether you are on track for your health, whether you're not, uh, and it's health and wellness. So we're gonna focus on the physical and the mental side. So we'll have a panel discussion uh, where we're able to kind of just share our different journeys in addition to with our partners. We'll have breakout sessions where you guys can learn even more stuff uh, about your bodies and different things that you can do and different things you can eat. In addition to that, we'll have a meditation with She. Uh, So we'll meditate at the end of the event. But we'll also have some mingle time and have lunch because, you know, as you can hear, we love food. Uh, (laughs) So we'll have some lunch as well. And um, tickets are only $30. So you definitely want to get your ticket. You can find our events at thestrengthofshe.com backslash events. Uh, So it is online. And definitely sign up for our email list for our events because you can get discount tickets uh, as we pop those up too. So that's about all I have for she announcements. Anybody else? No, that was it. Mm, Cool. Okay, well, Jen's going to pretty much close us out for today with her she inspiration.
5: So, for our she inspiration today, I just want to leave you off with um, have you ever heard this? this the saying that patience is a virtue um, and people say that good things come to those that wait but I want to play the devil's advocate and say um, while you're waiting those who choose not to wait are getting ahead so don't be content with any unwanted circumstances that you're in um, there's a few people that I know who you know they say well I want another job or you know I want to go to school or, I want this and I want that but they're not doing anything to make those things happen so, just whatever it is that you may want to do, go after it, you know, wholeheartedly, and know that those who are persistent and willing to take the first steps are those who are going to get ahead. So, I just want to leave you all with that she inspiration for this week.
0: Okay. Thanks, Jen. Yes. yes. Okay, well, thanks for joining us today for our first episode. And we will see you here next Thursday and every Thursday with shenanigans. Thanks for joining.